time again for another faith testimony. Let's catch up with someone that you've heard a lot of over the years on the journey. Pete, you're a regular, so tell us a little bit about your journey with God. I think, uh, like a lot of people in my late teens, I went through some some difficult times. I don't think I ever said it with my words to my parents, but through my decisions to disengage with church, I made what was going on in my heart crystal clear. And basically, for a lot of reasons, I hated God. I hated him because of situations I'd gone through. I hated him that I felt so alone. I hated him for everything that had gone wrong, even when I had made the decisions uh, when I knew that he had a better a better plan for me. It was a lot of hate, and um, it was around this time that I got heavily involved with drinking and drugs, and my life kind of spiraled out of control. Uh, and it was in my early 20s I found myself depressed and suicidal and hiding myself away. I, I don't often think about this aspect of my journey, but but when I do, I think about how it must have been for my parents. It, it would have been hard for them to watch their son go through this and, you know, days turned into weeks and weeks into months and months into years. And, and not long after my 21st birthday, which I spent in my room as my family and friends desperately tried to coax me out of, even for a day. It's around this time that my, my brother invited me to a Christian camp. I was like, oh, not this nonsense again. And he, he he gave me kind of like a mental out. He said, you know, you don't have to do anything or go to anything. I just need you to help with the sound. Can you do that? And I, you know, I said, sure, I'll, I'll help. And it just so happened that my elder sister was going to be there as well. And, you know, what are the odds? Um, on one of the nights during a, a prayer service, there was an opportunity to have people pray with you if you, if you wanted. And I was like, oh, prayer, you know, even, even if God exists, which I doubt, and even if he can hear prayers, which I doubt, why would I want to spend any time with him anyway? My brother and my sister then, they said, you know, you know, we're going up and it's going to be a family prayer. And if you don't come, it won't be family prayer, which is kind of a clever sort of sneaky tactic. And I, I didn't even stop to think that my parents weren't there or my other sibling, but fine, I'll go. If that's what it takes to get you to leave me alone, I'll go. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting what happened. As as soon as they began praying, I felt crushed by this tremendous weight. It was too big, too heavy, pushing me down. And as I experienced this uh, in my mind's eye, I began to see every sin that I'd ever committed, all of them, all in a row. It was the, the worst movie ever. Every little and big thing, uh, the ways that I'd hurt myself, the ways that I'd hurt others, the ways that... I turned from God, all of it. And then I heard God speak into my heart, and this is what I've done for you. And suddenly the weight was gone. It was lifted, deleted, destroyed, and I began to weep. I began to weep because I knew for the first time it was real, that he loved me. And in my pain, rather than run to him, I'd run away. And that was the beginning of my journey home. I, you know, I'd love to say that everything was resolved that night. It wasn't. He was kind and patient and gentle with me, and I'm, I'm still a work in progress. And I think I always will be this side of heaven. But I know that he loves me. I know that I love him. And I believe that Jesus' death and resurrection were for my salvation, and that has changed everything in me and for me. That's my story. Thanks, Pete. What a powerful story. Thanks for sharing that with, uh, with our audience. 